Hello listener, this is Alex from the Fumbled Anthology. Liam, myself and our cast are very excited to share this playthrough with you, but it would be remiss of us not to inform you that this particular series contains depictions of sexual violence and domestic violence, so listener discretion is advised. If this brings up anything for you, I put some resources that may help in the show notes. Thank you for listening. Now, on with the show. Previously on Cold Warning. I've got some concerns about Marilyn. Recently, her letters have gotten more sparse, a lot less um, detailed. Beautiful Marilyn. Yeah, she's settled down now with Joseph. Wait, Joseph Sutton? You didn't hear some me, but I heard that he was hanging out with a mobster recently. I'm trying to find him, Dominic Strella. It seems Joseph got entangled with him. Excuse me? You're telling me. And my goddaughter's husband has shot himself and has passed away. What proof do you have of this? That's what they're saying in the papers, Miss. Joseph was shot and it looks to be his, appears to be some sort of tampering on the lock over here. There is a note. Winter Haven Hunting Lodge. I do not want to go to the hunting lodge by myself. I think that would be foolish. Tell me more about this sample that you sent. That she was vomiting or discharging a lot of blue mucus and it was disgusting. What was her temperature? 41 degrees. 41 degrees? Celsius? Fahrenheit. 41 degrees. How's that possible? Alright, do you have this Do you have this woman's ad- address? And he gives you a, um, a discharge letter. Signed by Patrick O'Shea. It didn't say the name of the patient? Was Mrs. Marilyn Sutton. Are you able to in- include me in seeing the case files for the death of a Diana Morris? There's also a photo of um, what appears to be like a, a matchbox. It's got Winter Haven Hunting Lodge on it. Eventually, you make it to Hudson. Um, uh, 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 what, what purpose do you have at Winter Haven Hunting Lodge? Well, my purpose is a lot more personal than yours. I'm looking for my goddaughter, Marilyn. She was in uh, Bangor Hospital a month ago with a very, very intriguing infection of some kind. Yeah. Bryson store said that you could give us a ride and deliver this package. It's about three dozen linen fitted sheets. Why, why, why would a lodge need three dozen white fitted sheets? I, I guess accommodation purposes, I suppose. But off to the lodge. What you fail to notice is a large mass suddenly colliding with the front windshield of your car. Ah, shit! Everyone inside is whirring around. Physics has fully taken over. Everything becomes still, and the only sound now is the wind rustling through the broken branches of the tree. Your car is now wrapped around. The Fumbled Anthology presents Cold Warning. Based on the Call of Cthulhu scenario written by Scott David Anielowski. With adaptations written by Alex Green. Featuring Emily Moxon as Mari Cledden. I, I saw something kind of human, but, but not human. Liam Braid as Professor Percy Weaver. Uh, are you not put off the... the might be going to a lodge where a potential murderer could be. And introducing Jan Roger as Teddy Clifton, P.I. Come on, Percy. Stop looking, just start moving. 
You're not one of those vegetarians, are you? Alex Green is your keeper of arcane lore and everyone else. Part 4 The Thing in the Trees. So we'll start by uh, rolling for damage because you've all just been involved in a car crash. Um, so we'll start with uh, start with Teddy Clifton. You lose one hit point. So uh, Teddy, you are in the front seat. So you you hit you know, you get pushed forward by the car crashing into the side of the barrier, and you sort of maybe hit your head on something. You graze your head but you're generally fine. Um, Marie uh, is pretty much unscathed, so she's in the back, um, but she gets rocked around a lot, but she's pretty much unharmed, which is pretty good. Uh, Percy, unfortunately, uh, probably hits his head in some glass, causes a minor cut, uh, and he uh, loses three hit points. Three from a minor cut. <laughs> yeah. Well, probably a bit more than a minor cut. It's probably a proper laceration, laceration. All right. somewhere on All your right. on your body. You can you can tell me where. It's what you get for wearing a seat belt. Uh, on my arm, like forearm. On your arm, yep. So yep. So you your shoulder <laughs> goes into the into the wind or the side mirror, not the side mirror, the side window. the side window. And in, and in the rocking about, I slice my like forearm. Yeah, that's that'll do. That will do. Okay. So, uh, the car comes to a halt. Uh, you then hear, Ah, shit! Fuck! Ah, the car! The car's... Oh, is everyone on the rides back there? What, 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 what did we hit? What happened? Oh, Minor oh. grace. Ah, oh, shit! Oh, something... Oh, I think I hit something. I, I'm, I'm frantically checking my bag to make sure the vials of the... Yeah, Sub substance that I brought with me haven't shattered. <laughs> oh, give me, give me a lock roll to see if, yeah. if that's the case. This could be bad for us all. I haven't told you, I haven't told you guys that I brought a sample of this disease with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> what a way to kick it off. Uh, it's a success. It's a normal success. Okay, so you quickly check your bag. And you find that the samples are still intact at the bottom of your bag. <laughs> Where is it? Where is it? Oh, oh thank, thank, thank God. Uh, oh. Never mind, everyone. Oh, I'll, shit. I'll open, try and get out of the car and go have a look. Yeah, the car door opens pretty easily. Um, and you get out and survey the scene. So the snow is starting to fall down pretty heavily, and the first thing you notice when you get out is the wind has picked up, and it's now getting quite cold. When you look at the car, you notice that the front driver's side tyre and the rear driver's side tyre are both flat, and there's a lot of panel damage to the front of the car as well as to both side bumpers of the car. Um, it looks like structurally the car is fine. There's obviously a lot of broken glass, 
Um, a few, the, the side, the side windows is cracked, uh, but it looks like the damage isn't like you could you could probably fix it, but it would take some time. And I think uh, at this point, Eddie is getting out of the car as well, and he's surveying the damage. Um, you also notice the front of the car is smeared with blood, and it's it's all over the windscreen, it's all over the the bonnet, and it's a lot of it on the grill. And you can probably see chunks of flesh on the grill as well, bits of bits of hair or fur or something. So yep. you can sort of have a guess on what you've you've hit something or uh, someone. I'll go have a look around. The the bear the bear should be hibernating, should they not? Could have been a deer or something. I'll wander back to see if there's any creature that's. Can I, can I try and do first aid on my arm? Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. So uh, Percy can do first aid on his arm. Percy, you're bleeding. Uh, I've, I've I've brought bandages. It's okay. Uh, and I bring out uh, very clean bandages because I wouldn't let anything else touch and open the wound. All right. Yep. First aid. Oh, fail. Okay. Uh, so, uh, you, uh, you fumble, you fumble for the bandages, but it's very hard to apply a bandage to you, your own arm, one-handed. Yeah. Uh, uh, Marie, I don't, you don't mind giving me a hand here, do you? Uh. Not at all. Come over this way. I'm so sorry that you've been hurt. How did you get out of that unscathed? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just fine luck, I guess. I mean, I say my prayers every night before I go to bed. Well, come over here. I'll sort yourself out. Do you have first aid skills? about to find out. I want to check that. <laughs> uh, I do, actually. And I got a 16. So oh, excellent. Okay. So, yeah, describe to me how you uh, wrap up uh, Percy's arm. Uh, so I wrap it up in a professional way, as though I've done this before with, um, you know, probably related to the drunk ex-husband. Uh, so it's quite aggressive and you're quite uncomfortable, Percy, because it's it's professional, but it's uh... especially I don't I don't I don't like being touched. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, too bad. It's got to be done, sir. But, but 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 we we make do. We make do. We make do. All right. So I get one back. Yes, you get one hit point back. Cool. All right. So while you're doing that, uh, Teddy Clifton, uh, it is quite dark. Uh, are you bringing a torch or a lighter or something? Uh, yeah. If I've got a torch, if there's a torch around. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, what's the name of the driver again? Eddie. Eddie. Uh, Eddie, have you got a torch yeah. or something around here? Uh, let me check. Uh, give me a luck roll. Fails. You failed your luck roll. So Eddie goes, ah, I don't know. Uh, let me check. And he pulls the open the boot and he's looking around and he's pulling stuff out. He's like, oh, no. Uh, no, there's no. Do not have any torches here. Uh, I think Percy uh, bought like lighters or something. Maybe ask him. Percy, where's those lighters at? Uh, uh, sure, uh, and I scramble through my bag uh, here, uh, and I'll just wander over and join him. Okay, so are you coming as well, Marie? Well, I'm trying to work out what the hell we hit. Okay. Can I go and have a look at where the blood is and like where it, um, there's a trail? Uh, I, I suggest whatever it is, you don't get too close to it, okay? Okay, so Marie is going to look at the, at the blood some more. Um, I'll just run with uh I'll, I'll just say marie um there's probably no way to tell exactly from just looking at it where where it hit um you might be able to figure out 
what you hit if you do a natural world or um, a biology roll or something, if you wanted to do that. Surely I could do home admin in that kind of thing. Yeah, you could do home admin. How does that work? <laughs> you got to know about creatures when you're making your own Yeah. <laughs> home admin? Sure. Uh, that is a fail. No, okay. Mind. So you can't... You, you think, oh, look, I don't know what this could be. Uh, could be anything. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Teddy Clifton and Percy Weaver are walking down the road, I'm assuming. You've got the lighter out. It's very, very windy now, and it's quite cold, so I'm assuming you've got your hand up to keep the lighter. Yeah, from... it's not, it's not going to provide much light. But you eventually get to... You see a lump, like a, a lump of something in the middle of the road, and it looks... It looks bloody. You can see the uh, the crimson red of the blood, like, reflecting from the moonlight as you approach. And as you get closer, you can see it looks like some sort of animal. Most likely a deer. And it looks as though it is just being quite mutilated. So, you know, there's, a, there's an arm sort of sticking one way and a a leg that's sort of sticking another way and it looks it looks really bad like half its head has been like sort of it's missing right yeah um and it looks it looks like that's probably the thing that you hit we 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 uh we really did a number on this thing hey uh is 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 that a doe or a deer we should move it off the road come on percy grab a leg does it have horns on it? No? No, it doesn't have no. horns. It's just a deer. Come on, grab a leg, and I'll go grab a leg and a couple uh, of legs. Uh, 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 I'd rather not touch it. Uh, but, uh, okay. <laughs> Put your back... I'm just going to start dragging it off the road, I guess. Make, okay. sure, make sure I've got my gloves on and I push it away. Yeah, put your gloves on and you push it to the side <laughs> of the road. Charlotte, please tell me that you understand the mechanics of a car and that you can actually help us fix this. Uh, yes, I'm meant to be able to fix it. Uh, just give me a moment. Uh, and he looks around, and he does have mechanical repair. So he is going to try and see. Oh, excellent. So Eddie looks at this and says, Ah, look, I've had worse. I once hit a bear up in Quebec City. This looks This looks just all right. I think I can do it. Um, uh, so it, it's going to take some time, though. Uh, so I recommend with you find somewhere warm. Well, I work on this car, and he starts pulling out some like a toolkit, and he is starts pulling out tools, and he's, he's sort of explaining, I'm going to have to take off both of the tires, and I'm going to need to check the bolts to make sure that everything works. I only have one spare, so unfortunately, I think I can only fix one. The other one I might have to pack with snow, and hope that uh, it will get us back to up to Winter Haven. And then we will uh, figure out the next plan from there. When you really say it's a bit of time, what, what kind of time frame are we talking, Eddie? Oh, look, this thing could take a few hours. It could take a few hours. I recommend we find, you find somewhere to stay warm. <laughs> How cold is it? <laughs> um, so while Eddie starts getting to work on this car and... Uh, Teddy Clifton and Percy Weaver are moving the deer off the side of the road. Can you guys give me a spot hidden roll? Just Eddie and Percy. Before I do that, I, I whip out 
I whip out one of my thermometers that I brought. What temperature is it? It's just the ambient. The deer? The, no, the, amb- the ambient temperature. The ambient temperature. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's getting to... It's going below zero. I, 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 I don't think we're going to uh, do well if we stay out here in the cold too much longer. Uh, spot hidden, you said? Yes, give me a spot hidden. I've got an extreme success. Uh, Marie probably won't be able to see this, uh, but yeah. maybe... Hard. Percy or hard, okay. Eighty-one. Um, Eighty-one. So Teddy, Teddy's too preoccupied with pushing this deer off the road. I, I'm, I'm desperately looking for somewhere warm to shelter, and I spot. As, as you're looking around, you sort of have another look at this deer, and you notice that there's um, quite a few injuries on this deer that don't align with a car crash. For example, um, it appears to be some bite marks. There appears to be um, like some scratches, like almost like something's ripped the deer. And it doesn't quite look like a car crash because in a car crash, it's mostly blunt force trauma. So most of the stuff would stay intact. But this deer looks like something's ripped into it. Come on, Percy. Stop looking. Just start moving. Uh, uh, hang on, Teddy. I, I, I don't think we are the... Th- I don't think we killed this thing. I think someone, something else has. I'm going to do a uh, natural world roll uh, to see if I know what creature might have done such a thing. I also realised, listening back to the previous episodes, I chop and change between British and American very often. So we're currently <laughs> British, but I will go back American at some point. Uh, fail, fail. Uh, it must have been a bear or something that uh, killed... You're not one of those vegetarians, are you? Uh, no, no, no. I'm just saying it must have been the bear. I... <laughs> ah. Whatever helps you sleep at night. Just let's get it off the road and get back to the yeah. Or wolves? Are there wolves in this area? I, I don't know. Uh... Yeah, so you're not you're not sure what, what could have done this. Um, what are you going to do next? Uh, probably head back to the car. Yeah, head back to the car and say... Um, it, w- it was a deer or something that we hit. Uh... Not too sure if it was already dead when we hit it, but uh, it was a deer. Hmm. Is it getting dark at all at the moment? It's it is, right? it's quite dark now. It's pretty much it, it's pretty much night. The crate that I carried was that like a wooden crate? Uh, yes. Could I like try and break off a part and grab one of the sheets and like, try and make a makeshift torch? Uh, yeah, you can do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, give me a. Uh, trying to think i don't think you need a roll for this i think you're it's pretty simple maybe just give me a luck roll to see if you can actually light the thing in the wind oh i if it won't light i was gonna try and scare it siphon off some fuel we'll grab some oil oh yeah okay yep oh well that in that case in that case um maybe roll (laughs) on maybe like mechanical repair to see if you're able to to get the fuel out that's worse than luck. 43, that fails. Yeah, so... You, you you try and figure out how to get fuel out of this tank, yeah. but you're not able to do so. As you're trying to figure this out, all of a sudden, from the road behind you, two lights flash and just light up the whole scene. Uh, give me another spot hidden. All of us? All of you. All of you can spot hidden this time. Fail. Hard success. 
Hard success from Marie. Oh, come on. No, 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 come on. 60, 60. Just, just okay. it's all failures. All right. So um, maybe I think Marie is probably looking in a different direction to, to Percy and, and Teddy Clifton. You've probably both blinded from the light. But what Marie sees, looking the other way, as the the lights light up this road, which assume are headlights, um, you notice there's a figure in the trees. You're not sure what or who it is. It's quite far away, but it looks human-esque, and it's quite tall, like abnormally tall, and it's got really long arms. Oh, I'm but you, man. <laughs> but you only see it for a second, like not even a second, as it flutters beneath between two trees deep into the woods. But that's what you see. Um, give me a sanity roll. Yeah, yeah. That seems that's right. Uh, seventy-nine. Seventy-nine. And what's your sanity? Forty. Okay, you lose a you lose a point of sanity. Perhaps you think you're seeing things, or perhaps you think there is a creature in the woods stalking you. But either way, it unnerves you. <laughs> Oh, yes, yes, it does. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so this car approaches and uh, it pulls up beside Waving you. Waving at it. And you, yeah, you wave it down. Are you guys all right? Uh, 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 no, uh, it appears we've uh, uh, hit a deer or something and our car is, uh, well, uh, out of service. Oh, no, that's awful. It... You guys need help. Uh, that would be uh, fantastic. Uh, how far are we from what's the name? Of the, how far are we from Whitehaven Lodge or whatever? Winter Haven Hunting Lodge. Winter Haven Lodge. How far are we from Winter Haven Lodge? Oh, you're going to Winter Haven. Yeah, we're going to Winter Haven too, aren't we, George? And you just hear like, yes, yes, we are. Yeah, uh, we're. You're only about five to ten minute drive, but it's too cold to walk. Do you want us to give you a lift? That'd be great if you That'd could. I won't pretend that I know that these guys are probably evil, but uh, yeah, 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 uh, fantastic. Yes, that'd be fantastic. So, <laughs> you, as as you sort of adjust your eyes, you notice uh, the person driving the car is like a fifty-year-old man. He's got graying hair. Um, he's got like thick glasses. And he's dressed um, in a in a respectable coat and a, and a almost like a suit and tie type of variety in, in the passenger seat the person who's talking to you uh, is this plump woman um, also looks to be 50s um, looks uh, also sort of graying hair but she's trying to hide it with dye but the dye she hasn't dyed it in a while so there's a bit of a fade and um, and she she almost looks like I'm trying to Almost looks like someone who who want to talk to the manager, if you, if that makes sense. Get if you, that vibe. So uh, come on in. I'm Christine, and this is my husband George. George is like, hello. She says, George, open the door and let them in. George, is like, oh, fine, okay. And he gets out, and he um he starts opening up the doors. Uh, he says, oh, good thing we stopped by, hey. And he opens up the door. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yes, uh, thank you, sir. Uh, appreci- we, we appreciate the assistance. Uh, 
All four of you. Oh. I, I'm very, I'm very, I'm very put off by their overt nature. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Christine's well, Christine, very overt. Yeah. George, not yeah. so much. Yeah, I, yeah. I make sure my bag is secure, and I jump mm. in. Okay, uh, in you and go. The other two. Uh, what are you guys going to do? Uh, Eddie, are you right? Are you coming with, or do you want to stay here? <laughs> oh, uh, uh, is there room for me? And uh, Christine looks in. Oh. I think we only have room for three. Um, we can always come back and grab you if you like. Uh, oh, yeah, that would be nice. I'd really appreciate something. That would be lovely. Uh, yeah, that's okay. I can... You you take them. They are paying customers. And I, I will wait here, and then you come get me. Yeah? Yeah, that All sounds right. great. Uh, I'll give I'll give Eddie the, the lighter that I got given. Yeah, sure. So Thank you so much. I might need this. It's very cold. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I'll sit in the car. It should be warm then. And we must. I should be okay. Uh, uh, Ma uh, Marie, are you coming? You look like you've seen a ghost. I'm like backing away towards you and just mumbling to myself. And I kind of like go to reach out and grab your arm and I go, Percy, did you see that? Uh, 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 what? Did I see what? And just her saying that makes me scared. <laughs> I'm not used to being out in nature. One second, George. It looks, she's just in shock. We just went through a car crash. Uh, 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 what, did I see what? I may be in shock, but I'm not stupid. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, in the in the in the trees. Uh, I, I promise you, it's not because I'm all shook up. I I, I saw something kind of human, but but not human, and and. I don't know how to think or feel. I, I've never seen anything like that in my life, and I've been to lots of different places. My riding has taken me around, and... Well, the only way I can think to describe it is it's like, I don't know, like like a Wendigo, like my like my Native American friends told me about, them, them Wendigos that out and about. You, you mean like that uh, uh, Bigfoot tale? Uh, sure, I, 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 I don't... Is, is, Big, is that where Bigfoot is? I don't know. I think you're missing the point here, Percy. I want to get it. I want to leave. We got room for three. Come on in. What's your name? It, 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 it's all right, Mary. It might have been a bear standing up or something. Maybe. Maybe it was a bear, but I don't know. Um, who, who are these people? Oh, Christine. And this is my husband, George. George says, hey. Uh, we we go up to Winter Haven every couple of years. Uh, we love it, don't we, George? George is like, yes, yes, we love it. And he's shivering as he says that. Yeah, we love skiing. And we love going around and checking out all the beautiful nature. It's lovely up here. Please, please, uh, come in, come in. It must be freezing out there. Well, that's gorgeous. I, I would really like to take you up on your offer. Thank you. You're so kind. And uh, do you have any kids? Oh, no, no kids for us. Oh, uh, we had a few problems uh, conceiving a few years ago, and we just decided it's just not for us. We'd rather go traveling every, all the time. We Is that right, George? George is like, yes, yes, that's right. And um, yeah, I'm assuming at this point, George starts the car and you start a driving off. Uh, Eddie Bouchard gives you a wave. And, um, and Christine keeps talking. Yeah, so, yeah, so it's, it's been a little while, and... Uh, 
we decided that we we were wanted to travel the world, and we've been to all sorts of places. We we've been to Maine. Um, we've been out to uh, out to Canada. We saw Nova Scotia. We saw the lovely forests in British Columbia. Uh, we went out west, didn't we, George? We went to Los Angeles. George is like, yes, yes, we did. And uh, and yeah, we we even went down to Mexico one time. I didn't like it. Far too hot. Far too hot. And um, give give me a, a Constitution roll to avoid shooting yourself in the head from listening to Christine talk. Um, just kidding. Um, actually, give me give me a psychology roll if you like. Is that all of us? Yes, all of you. Oh, I'm 11 off. How'd you go? Terribly. Terribly, okay. Fail. You failed? Failed. How'd you go, Marie? Um, I was successful. Okay. So, as Christine is talking your ear off and George is giving the basic, as basic as replies as he can, uh, you start to notice that George feels uneasy. Um... He seems to be hiding something, not necessarily from you, but from everyone. Um, And Christine is just talking and talking and talking, and George is sort of... He sort of wishes that you three weren't here. Um, And that's probably all you're going to get out of a a regular success. But either way... uh, this goes on for another five to ten minutes. Well, can, can, can I can I ask them some questions? Of course. Yeah. If you can get a word in. Uh, I, I want to know if they know. Uh, I'm trying to decide which name to ask about. Mm-hmm. I'll probably just ask about Marilyn. I'll be like, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, Christy. Uh, oh, yeah? Are, are you familiar with uh, Marilyn Sutton? No, not a, not a clue. But anyway, so there I was. Uh, what about Patrick O'Shea? Oh, uh... Oh, he was that wasn't that that guy in the papers, the murderer guy. Oh, so you're not familiar with either of them? No, I I don't think so. No, not from no, except from the papers. So there I was. I, 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 in, I'm told that they frequent the 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 the, uh, the hunting lodge that we're going to. Oh, we only go there maybe once every few years. Right. We and George, George, how you find the cabin? I mean, you come here all the time and you've traveled the world. What is it about it that you just love? Oh, it's it's fine. I mean, my wife loves it, so keeps her happy. Yes, How long have you yeah. been married? Uh, we've been married 23 years. George tries to talk, but Christine just barges in. 23 long, lovely years. Isn't that right, George? George's like, yeah, yes, dear. That's right. Anything else you want to ask? I don't know. Probably Teddy needs a turn. Yeah, Teddy, anything you want to ask? Uh, not really. That's like, okay. just already covered everything. What? I'll be like, uh, are you not put off that we might be going to a lodge where a potential murderer could be? <laughs> what? What do, you, what do you mean, potential well, murderer could be? You said you be. heard about Patrick O'Shea in the papers, and that's where, where we're heading. It could be where we're heading. What? No, the murder was in Bangor. Yeah, but, but, but I, ju- I that just was, said that's that... That's like three hours away. I just away. said that Patrick frequents the hunting lodge that we're going to. Oh, does he? Oh. Well, hopefully he's not there. <laughs> That'd be quite an interesting trip, wouldn't it, George? George is like, oh, uh, yeah, that would be. This woman's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm so, just trying to sit in the back seat. Just, uh, just uh, I just, I just, I just, I, I just point like very pointed stares at Teddy and Marie, going, "This is not right." 
<laughs> anyway, so you um, eventually uh, Marie stops talking to say, "Oh, oh, turn right here," and George goes, "Okay," and um, turns right onto this dirt road. And about uh, fifty meters up the road, you can start start to see this big sign that says, "Welcome to Winter Haven Hunting Lodge, accommodation available." And you keep driving, and it's a, a dirt gravel road. Uh, and sorry, just a dirt road, not dirt gravel, just the dirt road. Uh, and the the wind is starting to pick up, and the, the snow is starting to fall heavier. And you see a fork in the road, um, and then a sign saying "Hunting Lodge, left, left arrow, right." So. Uh, Christine says, go left, George, go left. The sign wants you to go left. And George says, oh, oh I, I know, dear. It's okay. I can do this. And um, he turns to the left. And then another 150 meters, 200 meters further down. Uh, and you're driving through pretty heavy, thick woods at this point. Um, the, uh, the dirt gravel, ro- or the, the gravel road tends to go in a bit of a windy winding through these woods and then eventually uh the woods clear and you come across uh quite a large hunt like a large log cabin it's about it looks to be about two stories um and it's a big circular building with two wings on either side uh and it's a, a wood with some stone uh finish on it like a stone accents and you can see lights inside uh they're flickering it looks to be like a fire like light you'd probably get from a of a campsite a campfire light or a fireplace um and it's quite bright and you actually cast a light towards the the driveway that you're driving along and the the driveway turns into like a almost like a roundabout outside the front. Uh, There's a few other cars parked to the left, about three or four. And uh, George Wallace parks his car to to the left of all the other cars, probably the furthest away from the front door he could have gone. Christine probably shides him for that. You could have got closer. George is like, there's no parking spots there, dear. We have to park here. Oh, silly. And um, so he parks his car. Everyone, I'm assuming you will get out. Yeah. And I'll as you... R- yeah. Mind George. Uh, George, don't forget about uh, Eddie back in the car. For yeah. Yeah, I'll, we'll get someone from inside to help. Poor Eddie. Uh, yeah, we'll get someone from inside to help. I'm sure it'll be okay. Um... So, uh, Eddie, uh, Christine and George, they uh, both walk towards the front door. The front door is like, it's like a double door type situation. Looks very ornate. Um, there's a, a, a goat head, a goat skull sort of above the, the front door, like a mantle welcoming, welcoming you in. What do you guys want to do? Head inside. I, I think we should get inside. It is, it's quite cold. Uh... Yeah, we should get warm. Okay, uh, so you all walk into the front door. George holds the door open for you. And as you walk in, the cold from outside uh, almost completely is gone when the doors close. And it's 
now replaced with the warmth of a fire. You can smell um, burning logs. It smells quite nice, I'd say. So as you walk inside, you're in the foyer, and there is a very gauche zebra rug, or ze uh, zebra print rug, um, as you walk in from the front door into like the main room. Uh, to your right, there is an ornate oak desk, which is for reception, with a bell uh, on the uh, on the right-hand side of it. To your left is a couple of couches and a very large uh, stuffed bear, um, a grizzly, and it's in the, the classic formation with the paws out, and like it looks like it's mid-roar. Um, looks very, looks very scary, but in this light, you can tell it's it's very dead and stuffed, and probably not that well stuffed, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, so uh, George rings the bell. Ding ding. Uh, you also notice that there is a book on the reception desk, and it's got a list of names, uh, and you assume it's the ledger of people who've stayed there. What would you like to do? I'd have a look in the ledger. I you can have a look in the ledger. Rounds. I've just like the recent, you know, a few days. Yeah. I look for so any familiar names? There's a few names there. There's quite a few names already. Um, the place looks quite booked out. Um, so, uh, are you looking for any names in particular, or are you just Dominic Strello definitely? Okay. I'll try and look for Jay Sudden or Stuart Sudden, mm. and uh, also Marilyn. Okay, you don't find any of those names on this ledger. No. Yeah. Um, you do find some names, so there's... Um, uh, Maybe. You don't find a Mr. Okay, yep. Harrod. No. No, no it's okay. Um, Teddy, is, is, is Patrick O'Shea's name in there? You don't see Patrick O'Shea's name in there. Um, not, at least, at least not on the... Because this is... If, if you're just looking at the book... Unless if you're going to pick it up and start flicking through pages, you're just looking at who's arrived I'd, in the last I'd couple just, of days. Yeah, just over the last couple of days. Not yeah, longer. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. You don't notice anyone of, of any of the names that you've mentioned. Uh, so, the names that you've got there, it looks like have arrived recently. So, there is a um, an H. Fleur. Um, there is a Q. Wentworth. There is an A Burgess, and there is a G Fallon, and that's uh, they're the names that you've got already. It looks like they've arrived within the last week. Are they all in the same room, or are they in separate rooms? They're all in separate rooms. It's individuals. Yeah. yeah. Are they couple? Individual. They're all individual. Yeah. Four names for individual cabins. Yeah, four names for individual cabins. Um, so you also see on the front wall is a map. Looking at this map, uh, you notice that there are 10 rooms and they are all on the second floor. And as you're looking, uh, you're looking straight ahead, uh, towards the main hall, I will tell you what's there. So, uh, there's a sign above the, the the archway leading into the main room called the Great Room, and that's what it's called. Uh, as you look in, you see all sorts of couches, chairs, tables sort of scattered haphazardly around. Uh, to the right, in the right sort of corner of this octagon, um, you see a grand piano. Looks as though no, 
looks like it hasn't really been played much. Um, you see a bar on the left-hand side of the room, and it looks to be fully stocked. And uh, you can see at least one person drinking there already. And you also notice a huge fireplace in the middle. And as you're looking into the room, you can already see a few people, uh, as I said. So there's one person who's drinking at the bar. Uh, this is, it looks to be like a young woman maybe in her early 20s or even late teens. And she's in a, a glowing red dress and she's sipping away at something. Uh, by the fireplace, you can see a rather portly old man who is reading a book. And by the piano, uh, on a, next to it, uh, sitting at a table, is this woman wearing uh, like a shawl. Uh, and she is appears to be playing some playing with some cards, like a deck of cards. So as you're surveying the room, George has already tapped the bell. Uh, you're looking at the ledger, and then this uh, a boy runs up. Uh, he looks to be about, I'd say, late teens, maybe early twenties. Uh, he's got a brown complexion, quite long hair, looks a little wiry, a little stocky. And he says, oh, he hello, hello, uh, welcome to Winterhaven. Uh, do you, uh, who rang, who's first? And uh, Christine says, we were first, but also uh, these guys have, uh, have uh, they, they've got a problem with their car. So after you're done with us, you might need to deal with them. Uh, oh, okay, okay. And he gets the ledger out and he gets a pen. Uh, do you guys have a reservation? Oh, yes. Uh, Christine and George Wallace, we we uh, we called ahead. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, uh, yeah, you guys are in suite one. Uh, that's the nice one. Uh, and we made sure it's nice and clean for you, man. And uh, he pulls out a key uh, from under the desk and he hands it to Christine. And uh, he says, that'll be uh, that'll be ten dollars. And uh Christine pulls out some money, pays the man, and then they get their key and they and they walk off. And then he says, "Okay, who's next?" Hey, we were just driving up from downtown, the town nearby. Uh, we sort of had a car accident, and our driver's oh. Eddie, who does the weekly deliveries up here. Oh, Eddie! French guy. Oh no! Yeah. Oh yeah, I I know Eddie. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, still back at the car. And he just needs a pickup or help. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Um, yeah, I can do that. Uh, just give me a moment. And um, and he sort of uh, he sort of walks back down into the great room and then over to the left. And he sort of yells out, "Honey, uh, Eddie's Eddie Bouchard uh, has uh, he's had an accident. I'm just gonna go help him out. I'll be right back, dear." And you hear, "Yes, okay." And um, I'll look after the I'll look after the the reception desk. Thanks, thank you, dear. And um, and he walks back. He says, "Yeah, sure. Uh, okay, I'll um, I'll drive out. Do you guys, are you do you guys looking for a place to stay? Uh, well, if you have any spare rooms, yes, yes. Yeah, uh, we've got we've got two. Um, we've got a uh, a regular a regular room, and we've also got one of the suites available. The suites can fit two people. The rooms can fit." one so that works out are you are you guys married or something anyone here married heavens no these two gentlemen are just traveling with me as i have uh, asked for some company but not that kind of company 
I would like a single room, please, and the gentleman can take the suite. You'll take the suite. Uh, I, 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 I would also not mind uh, being on my own. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, okay, sounds like Percy and Maria are at an impasse here as to who's yeah. taking the, the single room. I said, yeah. book it in and we can fight yeah. over it later, Percy. Oh, okay. we'll, we'll work it out. Yeah, uh, uh, fair enough. Uh, I'm, with you. I'm, I'm awfully worried. There's been so many things that have happened, but um, I'm looking for my goddaughter, and apparently she's come through this way. You know, but Marilyn Sutner, has there been any young woman pregnant coming through this 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 uh, uh, accommodation? Oh, uh, no, I, I haven't seen anyone like that, no. Um, we haven't had any pregnant people come through. Uh, yeah, sure, let me just... Uh, up your room. You want to just write your name in the ledger for me? Uh, I, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm embarrassed to admit this, but my handwriting is so bad. I, I really don't want to write my name in the ledger. Oh. If that's okay with you. Well, you I, just my I initials. Just... Oh yeah, I mean, I just need a last name just so in case there's an issue with the room. Uh, sure. I give my ex-husband's name, whose name yeah. I no longer use. Okay, sure. So he writes that. What's the name? Um, Stanford. Stanford, okay. So, I don't know, H. Stanford, you write H. Stanford in there. Um, and, uh, yeah, and, and you two, who are, uh, what are your names? Uh, Clifton. Clifton? Uh, you got a first initial there, Mr. Clifton? Ed. Ed Clifton, okay. And, uh, who are you, sir? Uh, 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 I'm a bit put off by them, the other two giving different names, but I'm here on official business, so I'm just like, uh, uh, Professor Percy Weaver. Uh, oh, Professor P. And, uh, and I'm yeah, like, okay. why are you guys giving wrong names? Uh, what? I don't say I don't say that, I'm just thinking it. Oh. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I, gave, okay. I gave him a real name, Ed Clifton. Yeah, that was his real name. <laughs> oh, I thought he said F. Oh, no. Ed. Don't Ed. do it. No. Don't do it, Levi. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. Thank you. Um, so the the suite is uh, two dollars fifty a night, and the uh, the single room is a uh, a dollar a night. Sure. Yeah. And sure. Okay. What, How um, many nights can I put you down for? Uh, uh, at least one this evening, and then we'll at least one. After sure. That. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. We can we can do that. And I'm I'm assuming you hand over the money. Uh, okay. Uh, all right, let's go get your friend. Um, and he grabs his keys and he starts heading out. Are you any of you guys going to go with him? Yeah, I would. Like, if I'd, I'd ask him, like, uh, do you need someone to go with you or? Oh yeah, sure. I I don't mind. Yeah. 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 It's, I'm assuming it's on the the main road up here, but yeah, I I wouldn't mind the help. I, I'm sure. sure Eddie would appreciate it. Oh yeah, no worries. Yeah. No problem. I'd uh, hand yeah. the sweet room over to Percy. Yeah. That I would have grabbed. For sweet okay. Tea. All right. So go get in the car. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, the man, the young, the young boy, and uh, Teddy Clifton head back outside into the cold to uh, go fetch uh, Eddie Bouchard. Um, meanwhile, what uh, what is Marie and Percy going to do? Um, I'm going to go and chat with all the people that I can see and try and establish who's here, how many people are here. And how many yep. cabins there are. Sure. Well, I can tell you, looking at the map, there are eight single cabins and two suites. Um, 
and and uh, the guy at reception did say that there are only two rooms left, so you can assume it's a full house. Everything's booked. Um, but only four names in the ledger. Well, that's that's who arrived this week, so I'm assuming there's been people who have been here longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to go grab myself a drink while I wait because I'm assuming there's some kind of bar or where I can get myself a yeah. drink. Yeah. So yeah. So on the left hand side there is a there's a, a bar. It looks fully stocked, and there is actually a woman there, a quite a young woman, appears to be you know late teens, early twenties, having a drink. Um. So uh, pull up a chair. Do you want to? How do you want to? How do you want to do this? Um. Do you want to like? that out or do you want to follow another story first um well okay what is what does percy want to do uh, I, i'm gonna find someone else to talk to and start uh, asking them about <laughs> sure so so which conversation do you want to do first where do you want to go so there's a woman who's at the bar there's a man by the fireplace and there's another woman at a table playing with some cards there's the one reading the book uh, i'll go the one playing cards oh, yeah. sure okay so um all right, we'll start with we'll start with uh, Marie. Uh, so, yeah, how do you want to introduce yourself? Honey, you got a whiskey back there. Oh, uh, let me check. Uh, hang on. And uh, she starts rummaging through. And she's a little bit loose uh, as she rummages through. Uh, we got a uh, we got whiskey. Uh, we got uh, looks like some rum, and we got some bourbon. Uh, you want a whiskey, ma'am? Girl, I want a double whiskey. Can you please call that for me as quickly as possible? It's been an awful long day. I'm sure you know what I mean. You know when you just have one of those days? Oh, tell me all about it. And she pours you a, a double whiskey, maybe even a triple whiskey. She's pretty loose at this point. Just burp, burp, burp. There you go. Have some. And she also pours herself some whiskey. I'm not much of the brown stuff myself. I prefer a wine, but... Honestly, whatever gets me through this stupid fucking trip, she starts having a drink. So what's what's up with you? Oh, you know, the usual car problems, trying to find my goddaughter, bless her. I know she's probably just done something silly, but, you know, my mind can't help but just picturing all of these horrible things. Oh, what's what happened to your goddaughter? Well, that's the thing. I just don't know. I, my Her parents uh, asked me to come and see if I could help find her, but she's mm. meant to be happy with her husband, and uh, you know she's recently pregnant, which is exciting. But you know how it is. But anyway, tell me about your trip. I want to hear all about what oh. woes you've been having in your trip. Oh, well, I mean, my, uh, my old man, my father, he uh, dragged us up here a few weeks ago trying to get some R&R. He's got a pretty pretty stressful job where he's from. And uh, for the last few weeks, all I've been doing is drinking and watching the world go by. Uh, it's so boring. I'm just sick of it. I'd rather be in Europe or at least somewhere somewhere warmer if you get my drift. Oh, honey, I get your drift. But you've been to Europe? I was in Europe. I went overseas for two years. I went abroad. Uh, I was having the time of my life. All of the booze, all of the drugs, all the sex that I could want. And all I had to do is do some lousy art degree or something. But, uh, yeah. Apparently, uh, my de- my, uh, my overprotective father, who loves me dearly, I might add. She says that very sarcastically. 
decided to drag me back after he caught me uh, playing hooky with one of the cute Italian boys. Uh, father's men. What can uh, I tell you? I'm sorry. What's your no. name, honey? Rose. Rose Morello. Rose Morello. Ah, oh, it's a beautiful name, sugar. Oh, thank you. And what's your name? Uh, my name is, um, somewhere. I just had one of those moments. I just, I, I've been divorced recently, so, um, I'm mm. still not used to saying it. But I am Hyacinth Stanford. Nice to meet you. Hyacinth Stanford. Well, nice to meet you, Hyacinth. Yeah, I don't know my mom very well. She, she left the picture when I was young. Now, sometimes we all need mamas in our life, but how long are you staying here for anyway? Oh, I don't know. At least, at least another few weeks. Daddy says that uh, he's uh, he's got to wait until uh, wait until things have died down at work. Uh, wish it could be soon though. I'm getting over it. So is your daddy coming here to meet you? Oh, he's here. He's um he's upstairs in his room reading. Oh, sounds fascinating. Yeah, doesn't come out. Doesn't like talking to people. So boring. Uh, that that kind of father, huh? Hmm, yeah. How long you been here now? Well, as I said, uh, two to three weeks now. Uh, I'm, as I said, I'm starting to get sick of it. All there is to do is hiking and looking at animals. I've seen all the animals I can see. Wish something exciting would happen. There's not even any cute boys here. The only, only one who's remotely good looking is that Greg guy, and he's a dick. Well, I don't know. I brought two fine gentlemen with me. I, I, I mean... Person might take some warming up to, but I could certainly use the entertainment if you catch my drift. <laughs> oh, Percy, is that the uh, that that one that looks like a little point Dexter or something? He's a professor. Oh, a professor! I do like him smart. That's that's for sure. <laughs> maybe maybe we could do something. Maybe I need a few more drinks though. If you get my drift, does your friend drink? I don't know. You'd have to ask him, but um. But before I go, I'll let you see if you can <laughs> kindle something there with Percy. But, um, and I know it's an odd question. We only just met and all, but hmm. have you noticed anything strange about Winter Haven? Anything amiss? Mm -hmm. No, to be honest with you, nothing I can think of. It's just being quiet. Nothing's really gone on up here. But, uh, let's tell you what, please, you please stay. I'll, I'd love to, uh, I don't really have many, uh, people I get to drink with. You know, my father, he's, uh, He's not one to drink, and uh, as I said, none of the boys in here are exciting. I mean, maybe your fr other friend who went off with Achak, he might be able to. He might be interested. Achak himself, I know he's got a he's got a wife who works here, but uh, that's all. So it's pretty pretty slim pickings for a girl like me. Honey, it's slim pickings for us all. Good luck to you yeah. out there. Oh. But I'm wondering if meet some of the other guests, but. You sure. have yourself a bit of giggle if you want to go and try to chat to Percy. I think he might be rather fresh. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. So while while you're doing that, uh, Percy's going to have a conversation with uh, this woman who's playing some cards. How do you want to start this off? Uh, I, uh, I, I awkwardly walk over and go, um, uh, uh, good evening. Good, good. Hello, Percy. Oh, how do you know my name? <laughs> universe knows many things oh fuck <laughs> but also i heard you i heard you mention it to achak over oh, there oh, oh. <laughs> i give a very nervous laugh um 
I was gonna say, uh, 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 do you want to see a card trick? I see you've got some cards there. Uh, she, she's actually got tarot cards, oh. by the way. As you get closer, they're tarot cards. <laughs> I, could, I could try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, sure, I'd like to see a card trick. Mm. Uh, sure. Uh, can I have the uh, deck, please? Yeah, absolutely. She hands it to you. Mm. I shuffle it. I'm like, uh, pick a card, etc. Uh, yeah, she picks a card. Yeah. And don't tell me what it is. And then okay. we do some finger tricky shuffling. Here, you shuffle it. Uh, she shuffles and it. Then, and then, like, I pull a card. I'm like, "Is this your card?" Um, give me a slight hand roll. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot that Percy had this weird, like, flirtation. Going on, he's like, "Want to see your card, Drew?" <laughs> uh, normal success. Normal success. That is my card. That's impressive. How'd you do that? But what card is it? <laughs> she turns it around. It's uh. Death. <laughs> <laughs> it's got like a, a tower on it or something. Mm. It's got like a lot of moons uh, and stuff. And it's got it's got moon written yeah, on the I, bottom. I, I, I've been practicing that one a little while. Um, have you been on well lately? Oh, <laughs> straight in with the personal questions, huh? Um, no, I've, I've felt feeling fine. No issues here. You haven't felt cold or anything? Oh, well, <laughs> we're in the middle of Hudson. It's uh, It's December. You don't feel cold now in the lodge? Oh, not now. The, the fire is quite inviting. Yeah, it, it, is, it is. Here, take a seat. Do you want to take a seat, Mr. Mr. Uh, Percy? How, how moldy is the seat? How moldy is mm. the seat? It doesn't look that moldy. Uh, okay. So okay. it's like a normal wooden seat. Uh, no. Give it a brush and uh, sit down. Uh, 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 Percy Weaver. Um, uh, Percy have Weaver. Have you noticed anyone else being unwell? Well, I was going to tell you my name, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, Hannah Fleur. And she goes to shake your hand. Do you shake? Uh, if it's all the same, I'd rather not. Uh, you, you never know what germs. Uh, oh, that sounds rude. I'm sorry. Uh, and she, I guess she gets taken quite aback by you saying, oh, you don't know what germs. And she sort of says, oh, well, that's uh, that's quite all right. And she maybe stiffs herself to make sure she's and I realize that I'm And I realise that I'm like messing this up. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> uh, do you know a Marilyn Sutton? Marilyn Sutton. Oh no, can't say I've met a Marilyn Sutton. Okay. Uh, how how long have you been here for? And I'm getting more and more like just interrogating as I go. Well, I mean, if you're gonna ask me all those questions, you could at least get me a drink or something. Uh, sure. And I'm not very good at getting people drinks. Uh, what 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 can I get you? Oh, just a just a, a wine will be fine. Something like a red wine should be good. Uh, okay. Uh, red wine, and I very awkwardly stand up and go over to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You find you find some red wine. Uh, you pour yourself. Are you go pour yourself or just her? Just her. Okay. <laughs> You're not getting one for yourself. Uh, maybe later. Uh, how long have you been here for? Oh, I've been here for uh, just a couple of days. Uh, just moving through. Uh, I uh, I do shows. Uh, did just did one in in Boston and uh, next stops Montreal. And no one's been unwell here since you've been here. No, I mean I've only been here for a couple of days, so no, no one's been unwell. Has anyone acts a bit angry or violent? Well, you're talking about Greg. He's a piece of shit. Maybe has he been angry or violent? <laughs> No, not too. Uh, oh, he's just 
And maybe just violent towards the animals he hunts, but that's about it, I'd say. Well, maybe this isn't going anywhere. <laughs> hey, uh, I, so you're, you're a fan of magic, is that right? I, 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 I dabble. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a bit of, a, of an illusionist myself. Uh, I, 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 I don't really believe in the whole uh, fortune-telling thing, I'm sorry. Oh, you don't believe in no. it? No. Well, how about I how about I read your fortune and maybe maybe that might you might change your mind. Uh, sure. So um, she goes to grab your like. Do you mind? Can I have your palm? Is that okay? Mm, I'll leave the glove on. <laughs> you gotta take the glove off for the for the palm reading to work, my dear. Yeah, uh, 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 I'll I'll rather not. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. Well, maybe I can try and do it with the glove on, mm. and. Um, she grabs your grabs your loved hand, and um, she goes to start uh, trying to find like the the wrinkles on your hand, and um, yeah. So you look to your left, and then all of a sudden you just see trees, and then you look to your right, and then you just see trees, and then you look directly in front of you, and you just see trees, and you're outside. What? What? You're in a clearing. There's some, like a tree, the tree line is not too far in front of you, maybe like 15, 20 feet, but it's all on all sides. And then all of a sudden, you see out of the tree line, uh, it appears to be a humanoid figure, uh, but it's bloated in all the wrong ways. It's got bits of body sort of hanging off at left and right, and its eyes are pale and a light shade of blue and the hair is long and frayed and as this thing walks towards you it opens its mouth and blue bile comes out and just covers this white shirt with blue mucus and it walks towards you as just as it's about to touch you it all of a sudden like like that it's touching you almost as if it's unmoving unnaturally well, I'm trying to backpedal. I'm trying to backpedal away from you. You can't move. You are frozen there. There are hands, almost as if there are hands holding you in place. And it grabs you and it says, Help me. Help me. Help me. And then you look up and you see two red stars in the sky. And they're glowing brighter and brighter. And you try and avert your gaze and you look to the left and there is a bar and then you look to the right and there's a piano and then you look directly in front of you and this woman is standing there and she's almost got a concerned look on your face like uh are you all right you all right percy what on earth did you just do This was the Fumbled Anthology. New episodes are released every Sunday. And for more information about the podcast, check out our website, fumbledanthology.com. Or you can find us on the social media of your choice. Until next time.